0: You're listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network.
1: You are now entering the Pseudo Archaeology Podcast, a show that uncovers what's fact, what's fake, and what's fun in the crazy world of pseudo archaeology. Welcome to the Archaeology Podcast, episode 127. I'm your host, Dr. Andrew Kinkala, and tonight, you people are forcing me to deal with the Mexican alien. Okay, so what am I doing here? Talking about the Mexican alien. Well... Everyone asked me about this one. You guys like people online sent me an email or two. My students asked about it just every so often there's an alien. It's like an alien of the week and it kind of takes over the narrative for a handful of days. Now it's already being forgotten. Thank God. But I thought I'd take it up just by, by popular demand. You, you're going to get what you ask for, my friends. Now, before I delve into the foolishness, I do have to say, you guys, I have a headache right now. I do. I'm like, I'm, I'm tired. I'm burned out. It's like 11.36 it's like at night. I'm trying a new microphone. Just for laughs, I think it will be worse, but but deal with it, yo. I'm doing the alien episode, so I don't care if my microphone sucks. And I just want I want to see how this sounds ultimately. I will say I tested it. It didn't seem horrible. Hey, it might it might be fine. But I'm just (laughs) I'm 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 tired, I'm burned out. just another another unprofessional moment amongst many but let's let's suck it up and and start start the story huh, so oh man so so i think you guys have probably seen this i'm laughing already it's it's those like little tiny aliens you've seen them on like social media and it's just sort of been listed as this alien from Mexico right and they're physically really small and you guys I believe there's two of them it's like it can't be any more cliche I mean it's laughable like it just shouts hey this is a fake alien right and I mean when you look at it you just go oh yeah that not only is that a fake alien but it's like a crappy fake. Like, I don't even, I know this is nothing, right? But as we'll talk about later, the whole unfortunate aspect of this alien of the week is that the media just talks it up and talks it up. And it's just pure BS. It's so lame. That's why That's why a portion of me, I, I have extreme love-hate for these alien stories. Um, I I love them, of course, because they're so outlandish and silly, but I hate them because there's this media push to, you know, kind of, they don't laugh at it when they need to. One thing, I'm always a little reticent to talk about pure alien stories on this because this is the pseudo-archaeology channel, right? So I don't want to just, like go all the way in on aliens all the time. I just, I feel like it would be disingenuous. I, I want to make sure it connects to archeology, span even though it's pseudo, but you know what? I will say that this alien example, the setup is that they were found not in Mexico, but in Peru. So the backstory is that these were excavated in Peru in 2017. So, with that backstory, I think it can just creep in to pseudo archaeology, right? It's not just pure alien. We do have a excavated aspect of it, and the idea is that the fraudulent backstory is that these aliens are actually a thousand years old, right? They have they crash landed here or whatever a thousand years ago, and we're just recently uncovered now that date of 2017 is true for one thing of course it has nothing to do when these aliens were found but it has everything to do with when this fraud started because see the setup this is so interesting the most interesting part of the story is the the real nuts and bolts of the fraud when i first saw it i just thought okay somebody put this together and as like a joke and it just got way out of hand, right? Cause sometimes that kind of stuff actually happens, but here, no, it was, it was planned. So there was a thing called the alien project, right? Quote the alien project in 2017, a crowdfunded the alien project. And it was, it was this guy, I believe you say his name, Terry Jameen. It might, might also be, Terry, Yamin, this kind of thing, but he's a guy who purports to be an archaeologist, of course. And he's not, I mean, do I really have to say that? It's so funny, these guys, you know, they hate archaeology and archaeologists, but then they always say they're one. You know, it's just, it's uncanny. And as we go through this, you will see the same themes that we see, whether it be Graham Hancock, whether it be Eric von Dynakin. It's just, it's really, it's like the same song. It's like they use the same stanzas and it's in the same key and the song is the same length. They just change a couple words. So when we come back, how did this crowdfunded alien project move forward?
0: With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time the world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com records. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw.
1: Good God. And we are looking at the Mexican alien by popular demand. So when we left off, I was saying that this this fraud was actually a crowdfunded fraud called the Alien Project from 2017. And so you have this guy, Terry Yamin, who gets this all together, but then to kind of add to it, he brings this other guy in, Jamie Mosson, who is a Mexican journalist and self-labeled UFO enthusiast. <sighs> and it's so funny, too. How come How come so many of these people are like journalists? You know, Graham Hancock is a journalist, too. Like, what is that? There, there's these themes that, that we start to see just again and again. Anyway, these two guys get together and it seems like like Terry Yamin is like in the background kind of kind of set everything up and then Jamie Mosson is the the face. He's the older guy you see if you see any of the interviews about the aliens, right? And he gives the backstory. Oh, it's found in Peru. Oh yes. It's been radiocarbon dated to a thousand years old of these two aliens. One's a male and one's a female and the female has eggs inside. Right. (laughs) I mean, just, just play into the, the cliche. Right. And I have to say, I, I, I know and I don't know at the same time why these cliches continue to work. I don't know because when you look at the actual alien, it's like so sad, right? It's so obviously fake. It's so obviously just like a joke. But okay, why does this work then? Because what I would call the show still works. Capital T, capital S. The show. Well, what, what do I mean by that? It's all in the presentation, right? Talk to every fraudster who's ever lived. It's it's not about the thing. It's how you sell it. And so when you watch these like media shows on news articles whatever on the Mexican alien, the presentation so they're in these like sealed glass boxes, right? And when you look closely at the glass boxes, there's a temperature gauge in there, you know, as if it needs to be kept at a perfect temperature. And and just that, right? Just that setup. it It's a perfect dodge. You know, I, I find that, that even in archaeology, real archaeology, when somebody has a an idea that is not going over well. They double down on ancillary stuff that that isn't really doesn't really matter. But they they say, and what what I mean by that is, there's a lot of very early archaeology sites in the New World that are not for sure. Right. Like like you can pick Saruti Mastodon site, which we've done on this show before. You can do White Sands, which I think we've touched on on this show before. Um, Cerruti Mastodon site is 130,000 years old. White Sands, I believe, is 21,000 years old. Now, White Sands is in, has much better evidence than Saruti, but they both suffer from the same problem, which is the evidence for actual humans having been there is not that great right it's pretty it's pretty weak but instead of talking about their actual evidence for humans they will keep putting out like new articles about how their dating is good right like like i think one just came out for white sands it's like no it is indeed 21,000 years old and for me, I'm like, that's not my point. I believe it's twenty one thousand years old. Cerutti Mastodon site. I believe you. I know it's one hundred and thirty thousand years old. Sure. My argument is, I don't see any human stuff there, right? You see what I mean? They, they do this dodge where they where they just they talk about something else, you know. And this is exactly the sealed glass boxes with the temperature gauge is the same thing. It, it, it's like, no, look, we're, we're keeping it very secure and under perfect temperature. It's like, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm asking. What I'm asking is that is obviously fake. (laughs) You have a fake alien in a temperature controlled glass box. And, and then not only that, the show continues where where they get they get the media and just other entities involved in it. And it's always the same. I see it. It's like it's like a snowball rolling downhill. They will do testing, right? But they'll say they'll say they've done testing, right? Like they say they'll done like carbon fourteen or something. But then other entities will be like, well, the testing should be made available, even real academic entities. You know, they'll be like, they should really. Make their testing available. It's like, no, don't engage. Who gives a shit if they test it or not? It's obviously fake. Have you seen it? <laughs> so just the testing conversation adds credence to this foolish, idiotic thing. Oh, the the Peruvian government lodged a criminal complaint Against, I believe, like, Musan and Jamin, because the Peruvian government is saying, well, look, you stole archaeological antiquities from our country. Now, I get why they would do that. I've seen other countries do this. But do I think that's a good idea? It's a double-edged sword. It's good to show that you will prosecute people who steal artifacts, but... Just the idea that that is an actual artifact is just, it just lends credence to this stupid, stupid thing. Right. Uh, it's just, it, you, you guys see what I mean? It's like, should you, should you really do that? I, I think if I was the proving government, I would just laugh it off, you know, and just point and laugh and then get back to my, my real work. And then you have, since it's in Mexico, You have the Mexican Congress having a hearing on the alien, just adding credence to this stupid, stupid thing, right? So they have a hearing. (laughs) They talk about the quote-unquote lab tests. I mean, look how much energy and focus is going into this idiotic thing. Think about how many great things you could do with that energy, that kind of focus, and in many ways most importantly that kind of media attention when we come back let's wrap up the mexican alien
0: spin your passion into a business of shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout let's hear that one more time LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.
1: And we are back for episode 127 of the Archaeology podcast. It's a short but sweet episode, my friends. But as I said at the top, Man, my head is just—it hurts. Any migraine sufferers out there? Migraine sufferers, I do have to say, I am one. So, what I have tonight is not a migraine. I would—I don't. I, eh, nah, migraine sufferers, you know what I mean. Like, like, I'm not gonna take my medicine if that makes sense to migraine sufferers out there, right? I'm like. It's throbbing and it's right behind my eye, you know, but uh, I think I'm just going to let it go. It's not truly a migraine because if it really was like, I, I see like auras and not the Mexican alien kind of auras, although they're actually way cooler than the Mexican alien, but I get that and I'm sure, I'm sure some of you guys know know exactly what I mean. But I'm, I'm doing this. So I'm, I'm, I'm laying on the couch just again with my different microphone, which is really just earbuds and a mic. I had noticed that these earbuds and mic combo had worked really well for something else I had done. And I was like, maybe I'll try some, of my podcast and AB it with my other stuff. But at this point you're like, can tell man, can you wrap up the Mexican alien already? All right. So when we left, I had just touched on the media. And the media drives me nuts on all this. They are the number one main culprit in keeping this crap alive, right? Again, just because they never end with this. And and my big blame is they do serious coverage of this, right? Right. When they should just laugh it off, laugh it off. It is again idiotic, stupid. Um, I will say social media is much better at it in some ways because they have a ton of jokes. Uh, there's one of my favorite ones is I think I saw this. I don't know, maybe on, maybe on Twitter. I, I can't remember, but there was a photo of the of the alien and somebody had interspersed a cake. Like they were cutting a piece of the alien off and eating it because the way that they had faked the alien, it totally looks like it has powdered sugar on it. So I thought the like cake image was, was really, really funny. That kind of thing is exactly what should be done with this stupid, stupid story. But instead I've seen news show after news show covering this with that serious tone, like, the bodies appear to be encased in glass. Stop that. Just go like in idiotic news of the week, check this out, right? This should be the funny piece at the end of the local news instead of the water skiing squirrel, right? Do the the Mexican alien because that's where it belongs, right? That serious tone just kills me. And again, it just adds credence to this. They interview the guy, you know, they interview Masson, and he, he just gets to blab about this stupid, stupid, Oh, found in 2017. Yeah, you made it in 2017 from crowdfunded money. Like, I mean, they don't even try and cover that up. I just... Why do we keep doing this? I, I don't, I just, I'm not sure. I understand that the media is totally like cynical and crass and, and they'll just like cover any bullshit story for ratings. And since dumb shit like this gets ratings, they'll just cover it. Like I get, I get some of that, but I guess I wonder why does it get ratings? I think that's the key. Because again, the image is so laughable and, and silly and, and weak. Like if you're going to fake an alien, at least give me something, you know, I don't know. I mean, we all like aliens. I mean, there's a reason why the pseudo archeology podcast, the reason why I get people listening because you guys like this kind of stuff. I like this kind of stuff too, but I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just surprised there is a cynicism to it almost on both sides. There's a cynicism to the people who made this up because it's so weak. They're not even trying, you know, it's, you could make a better one in an afternoon with stuff you find in your junk drawer. I'm, I'm not kidding. Right. I guess I would just leave with a plea to the media of stop doing this. You're giving stupid shit legitimacy. Please follow my lead and make fun of it. And with that, I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the pseudo archaeology podcast. Please like and subscribe wherever you like and subscribe. And if you have questions for me, Dr. Andrew Kinkella, feel free to reach out using the links below. Or go to my YouTube channel, Kinkella Teaches Archaeology. See you guys next time. This episode was produced by Chris Webster from his RV traveling the United States, Tristan Boyle in Scotland, DigTech LLC, Cultural Media, and the Archaeology Podcast Network. And was edited by Rachel Roden.
0: This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network.